Hello everyone and welcome to the Unforeseen Journey. Today, I'm going to call this one being okay with not being okay. And I know that's a super cliche thing. We see it all the time these days, which I think is an amazing thing. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. We're starting to see this awareness around mental health. And I want to be honest, I feel extremely vulnerable recording this right now because I'm not okay. And uh, within that, I want to set my stall out on the front end in that even though I'm not okay, I am uh, fully in charge of my faculties. I'm, as I'll go on to discuss, I'm okay with not being okay. And I'm recognizing that this is just part of the process and this is part of life. But I want to do this because... I think it's really easy to forget how things are when you're in one of these low states. And what we can do is when we're out the other side of this, we just forget. We forget how hard it is to do the basic shit to take care of ourselves. We forget the change of narrative inside of our heads. And so I really want to talk about that today and I also want to be clear this is not a pity party all right I I'm okay with experiencing this because I think there's something to be gained from it and I mean I'm okay with experiencing it because I know it will pass and that's uh that's probably been one of the biggest lessons for me in the last few years having gone through these ups and downs of my mental health uh, physical health in some ways as well is that these things do pass and that non-attachment to this way of feeling is a, is a really powerful thing to experience and so yeah let's let's get into it today so what's what's going on for me right now i have probably for the last 3 to 4 weeks been in what i would say is a depressive state um it's probably only in the last week i've started to kind of fully acknowledge that and the fact that I'm doing this now is still kind of cringe to me but I'm like no fuck it this is done way to come at the other side of this to start talking about it this needs to happen when you're in it because when you're in it you can still feel it and it's really present so I've been in this this state for the last few weeks in in a, in a state of depression I guess you would call it um I noticed it um kind of kicking in a few weeks back just in struggling to make good decisions around food and struggling to work out as I would normally do. And just a change of narrative. I've become a lot more scattered. Uh, I've found it very hard to read, to take on information, um, to maintain a, not say positive outlook, but, but maintain a balanced outlook. And that has certainly like accumulated over the past few weeks to the point that I'm here now, kind of like right in the wave of this and I'm definitely coming out of the side of it because I'm having this conversation with you, but I'm still I'm still in the midst of it. I think one thing that happens I've I've recognised is as you're in this state, we 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 scramble around looking for for the reasons, and it's really hard to find those reasons sometimes. Especially if I look at my life right now, I'm very fortunate enough to be in my own home. Um, professionally, I've just started working with a company coaching that is 
for the first time in a decade going to give me some kind of financial security, which is a massive shift. Um, certainly relationships in my life aren't where they, where I'd like them to be. Um, well, this is a big share. Yeah. Both like with my daughter, like Addie, like it's good, but I reckon it just takes time. It's not where I want it to be. And that's just, it's a, it's a tough thing. And outside of that, I probably, am probably struggling with a little bit of loneliness in this, in this place, <laughs> but equally I've, I've put myself here. I've, I've gone through separation. I've got my own space. I've gone through this so I can't moan about this but there is I think something quite triggering uh this time of year when I don't know there's just more family shit that goes on isn't there and when you're by yourself you feel a little bit more alone in those situations so yeah reasons for me like again you scrambling around i don't want to overshare like my own personal private life but it's just it's funny for me recognizing now experiencing this that i always thought when i experienced depression before it's largely due to oh, my environment my relationship my work etc etc and i actually look at where i'm at right now and i was like okay i'm in a really great environment um uh, my work is in a lot better place than it was uh, you know, I don't loathe, I actually really am enjoying doing what I'm doing the, the most I've enjoyed coaching in a number of years. Um, and yeah, maybe the relationship piece is, is the, is the bit, but, but still relatively speaking, you know, those things are doing okay. I'm not, I'm not in a really shit space. Um, but I still feel this, this weight, this depression and, uh, yeah, you scramble around for reasons. And it's it's funny you like you you kind of like searching searching searching, and I think genuinely, this is just the part of the rhythm of life, the river of life. And for some of us, we'll get to experience these lows, and for, for others, you won't. Um, but I think they are to be experienced and to be felt and to to be honoured and not resisted. So I think in the scrambling around for reasons there is an inherent part of me that is then trying to solve for those reasons rather than just going okay look, let's just let's just allow this to be what it is right now um fully surrendering to it i think if i reflect this is such like a first world problem isn't it it this time of year in the uk if you're here it's just proper shit <laughs> it's just proper shit isn't it it's that is such a big influence with my mood and and well-being and mental well-being so uh i did get uh i had the absolute blessing and again like things overheard in waitrose kind of comment here i had a you know absolutely beautiful time away in another country but then you come back and you're like it's like shit Man, i think that uh i think that's definitely accelerated this feeling um of, of maybe depression um and i'm <laughs> seeking more sun but I actually recognize that now and probably in the next six months not going to be the best time for that and yeah fuck it like i would just share everything in this because this is this has got to be real right is that um for the last couple of years i've lived in genuine genuine financial scarcity and i've had to rely on support of family members throughout this time to help me 
there's some yeah deep feelings of uh, failure in that which i'm still trying to reconcile and just the the pressure of living in scarcity i tell you it's no fucking joke no fucking joke and it's not enough that people talk about it it's like uh you know, I'm very much into spirituality and all those kind of things, you know, you know, the problems in your head or the problems you create and I agree, that's it. But when you are in a place where you're unable to potentially cover your basic human needs and you're, you're unable to be self-sufficient as someone who prides himself on trying to be self-sufficient, it's a really fucking horrible place to be. It really is. And uh, I, I rec honestly genuinely recognize now that like still feeling that because I'm in that st that place right now is um, it's fucking hard like you can't think of anything else when you're in that position of like worrying about money uh, and, and again this sounds funny because I've, I've said about work and being able to go away and those things were were amazing and the opportunity I'm doing now coaching will trickle effect give me a lot more room to breathe on this but I think the compounding effect of living in uncertainty in terms of my financial health has uh, definitely been a um, ex accelerant to this moment right now and again like I, I'm not doing this to be um, like uh, you know like oh poor me poor me but it's it's tough when you've got a child and you can't do the things you want to do with them. You can't, um, you can't, you know, buy the things you'd want to buy for them. You can't give them the experiences you want to give them. Um, it, it does bring up real feelings, it, even though I know, you know, ultimately like the, the best thing I can give my daughter is my attention and love. I agree with that, but there's still, you can't help but get caught up on a little bit of social comparison, especially this time of year. Um, and that's probably personally more magnified to me based on the things I'm maybe not able to do that my ex is able to do with my daughter. And so that's a, it's a really, yeah, it's a really tough one. Um, so yeah, I'm fucking hell. I, I don't know if I should even put this out. I've got, I'm going to have a, <laughs> this is a term I've only heard recently, but it's fucking perfect. It's an overshare hangover. I am going to have this when I put this out. And uh, fuck, like, why am I doing this for them? Why am I talking about this? Well, I think it's important for us to talk about this when we're in it. I think it's important to talk about what depression feels like. And I think it's important to share that if you can allow yourself to to go through this, to experience it, to to not get caught up in the the feeling of it i think there is a, a way you can create a bit of perspective which is actually one of the blessings for me this time around um so yeah what what does this feel like so what does depression feel like for me this time around it feels really similar to other times okay it's just the the voice in your mind um sorry i'm out of drink you know, that narrative in your head. Um, I've probably worked really hard on that in the last few years to make that less of a dickhead. Like, it's just, 
talk less shit to me and maybe to talk more supportive nurturing things but recently in this bout it's yeah it's there it's back it's like he's like you piece of shit <laughs> every day it's like yeah don't bother doing that you're gonna end up alone you're a failure and it's it's back in there and it, it it's like it's depression feeds that part of yourself that is that is based around fear depression really feeds that fear within you that self-loathing um and so that makes it it makes it tough to think rationally to not make decisions out of emotion to to kind of recognize your own self-worth when you're in it it's really hard because the the dominant narrative is your shit and actually the thing that is quite funny is like it it also it all it all also juxtaposes it because it kind of highlights to you how things were going a little while ago and it's like oh look how shit things are for you now you're just chip like before and it's like it, it kind of leverages the 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 undulation of the highs and lows in that it is it's quite clever i'm aware i probably sound like an absolute crazy person now but this is this is what it is depression is what it is right so in that yeah your your self-talk is is really really negative it's really strong it's really powerful um cognitively i find it hard to focus hard to concentrate hard to apply myself to um the kind of thinking i enjoy like getting involved with um I think I've been really fortunate through this and I've had this blessing of like this new opportunity, like doing coaching for, you know, another, another company in the U S I've, it's been like the savior of, of, of this moment. Cause I'm really energized and invigorated towards that opportunity. So I think were it not for that, I would, uh, it, it would definitely be magnified that depressive state right now, but I have got this thing to focus on which is helping me kind of define a bit of purpose as I navigate this time but um the depression is still there outside of that and within coaching like I'm still doing what with my clients I'm still showing up for them as as I as 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 I do I don't hopefully <laughs> they'll probably listen they will listen to this because I share it with them hopefully a few of them will uh hopefully they won't think that I've, I've kind of dropped off the radar because you know, you recognize you've been coaching long enough, like you've got to hold up your agreement as a coach, regardless of what's going on behind the scenes. And that's really fucking tough sometimes. Really tough. Um, and I'll probably share a little bit at the end around a kind of a few notices for me recently in relation to my career that I think have been really important that if you're a coach, I will encourage you to listen to. So yeah, cognitively, not where I want, want to be physically like struggling to work out and i think it all goes back to that like internal narrative of like you piece of shit why bother yeah just don't bother doing it and so i'm still moving and working out but um it's it's a proper struggle every day it's a proper struggle every day uh and then in terms of like numbing activities and this is going to be triggering for some of you and you're my family you're going to find this hard to hear but it's truth definitely felt compelled towards going back down 
consuming some of the things I have done in the past. I've not done that, um, but I have been comforting quite a lot, quite a lot, and it's still still a daily thing at the moment. There's a little bit of it sneaking in there, uh, and that's it's, it's fucking tough. But as I'll talk about in a minute, I actually feel probably like through this cycle that it's, it's you know because I'm able to talk about it and not to be in the pit of it. I actually feel like okay with that at the moment it's um in that's that's i think the shift for me um so what else yeah really struggling with um motivation around daily structure around getting stuff done uh really struggling around interaction with other people like uh, yeah i'm really flaky around that at the moment really dropping off on on that find it really really tough um so that's what depression feels like for me in the moment that's what it feels like and uh so yeah if you've experienced it you can probably relate to it if you're going through it you can definitely relate to it so and if you know someone else is going through it just hopefully this might help you to understand that um like when you're in this place it's there's nothing anyone can kind of do to solve it for you like no one can come along and just motivate you. It's it's got to be from within. Um, I think certainly you can get you know if you're in a really desperate state in terms of depression, you know you consider making really poor choices, which I can relate to. And yeah, get help. But I think I think over time, if you've experienced this, what needs to happen is the development of tools that helps you to gain perspective when you're in this state and create some kind of distance from that state knowing that it's just something that's going to happen and something that will pass and I guess that's what I want to talk about right now so uh, one of my mentors Carl described this a while ago I think it was something I can't remember the exercise but it was like you know you've got your affect and your mood okay your affect is like your general theme of being over a longer period of time like seven to ten days and your mood is your day-to-day like oh how do I feel today so my my affect has definitely been the thing that I've noticed it was in this higher elevated optimistic state and now it's gone into this lower pessimistic fear-based state but still within that affect I've had undulations of moods like some days feeling really positive some days really negative but still the overriding affect has been one more towards a negative but the the thing the thing to note is that I feel separate from that (laughs) what do I mean by this is that I feel like I'm able to observe this thing I'm feeling my affect without uh, the the person observing it who I am getting totally consumed by it into the spiral that would have happened previously and and so that's probably the, that's the reason I'm doing this conversation right now because it's it's such a significant shift for me um having probably experienced three to four significant bouts of depression whenever that's taken in taken hold it's just uh it's it's an all-consuming negative spiral towards like self-destruction which thankfully I don't feel like I'm on this time don't worry, I'll be fine. Um, 
so yeah, it's like this thing is going on. I can recognize the affect, but I don't feel consumed by it. I'm almost able to take a step back from it and go, okay, this is happening. Let's just, let's just go. This is happening, right? Let's not try to, to bury our head in the sand. That would be a classic thing. Let's not try to like turn that frown upside down. Like it's, it's like, people still say it. You've got the pressure. Like, oh, just cheer up. And you're like, the fuck? <laughs> That's not really what this is like. It's not like, oh yeah, I'll just start seeing the good in everything. I can see the good in my life. I can see all the beautiful, positive, amazing, great things in my life. And actually, even in this low affect, I've still experienced moments of pure love and beauty and amazingness and this, I don't know, thing I'm I'm going through. Um but you can't you can't beat yourself up for it. You gotta just like kind of let it be. You gotta let it be and kind of go. Okay, this is this is what's going on right now. This is it. Let's let's not try to overanalyze it. Let's maybe look at the things which could be um, factors contributing to this, and then let's try and assess whether there's anything we can fucking do about those things right now. And so for me, if I'm saying the weather is something, like can I do anything about the weather? Fucking no. It doesn't mean I'm still not going to feel shit because the weather's shit. I can't change the weather, right? There are other things maybe that are contributory factors which are shared here, which are like, you know, like little 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 alarm bells, little things for me to work on. But certainly there's no massive red flags or big, big fires in my life right now. But this state is still very present. Uh, but the, the way I feel now is I feel kind of a little bit detached from it. Uh, and that's probably the the best thing I can say about the place I'm at with this is that you feel like, yeah, this is going on, but I, I know it's going to pass and I know it's not me, okay? This way I'm feeling is not me. It's just the way I'm feeling. Um, and so what's the what's the gold in this? What's the, what's the nuggets for you if you're going through this? You're like, oh yeah, I'll fucking I'd like a bit of that because I just feel caught up in it and it's shit. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I don't think there's one single thing I've done. I do still think, and I, it's kind of why it's such a big part of my life now, is that uh, meditation, mindfulness practices have been the biggest, biggest thing that have changed my overall experience of life in the last couple of years because I continue to practice meditation daily, even through this, without hesitation, even if it's like five minutes, even if I'm just sitting there going, you're a piece of shit the whole time, I'm still doing it. Because in that, there are glimpses and moments where you feel, or I feel, not you, I, I, I feel separate from the narrative of my mind. And every time I, I feel that, I'm empowered because I go, well, that mind that feeling in the mind is not me and it's a really amazing feeling because you can allow yourself to experience these things to feel these feelings but know that who you are is the observer of those feelings and you don't have to really get consumed by them and in that recognizing I think one of the biggest shifts for me yeah, this is it. And just as I, as I think about it now is that 
every time I've had depression in the past, I felt like it was just going to be that way forever. Like I felt like this is just it now. Game over. Life's over. This is how you're going to feel forever. You just, you, you're fucked. Um, and I don't feel like that. I don't, I know it's going to pass. I know that this trough, this, this low will pass and maybe nothing more is needed than the things I'll talk about here. But I think from that place of accepting that this will be as it is and knowing with some absolute degree of certainty that it will pass in time makes it definitely a little bit easier to bear. And within that, it leads me on to say that the the biggest noticing I've had as well as that is that if you come at this from a place of kindness to yourself, it it definitely it definitely helps you not get consumed by it because I think your mind as it is is predominantly negative in this state. It's predominantly saying to you negative things. And then so if you then get caught up in the cycle of negativity layered on top of that where you kind of go into like genuine self-loathing for feeling this way you know oh, you piece of shit for feeling this way like that's like, like the extra layer i think that's like the you know the fuel on the fire you've got to allow the mind to just go through its cycles of what it's saying right now but then don't beat yourself up for your mind being that way like just allow it be kind to yourself just it's fucking it is what it is it's gonna do its thing it's gonna kick off it's gonna moan it's gonna say this that's not a, it's not a um that's not an indication of your worth as a human it's just the nature of your mind in this moment and coming at it from a place of self-kindness loving kindness to itself i think is is enabling me to to really navigate this in a lot more of a productive way um and in that kindness i am allowing myself to be a bit out of whack to not feel like i want to read to maybe not be as productive as i was to not work out as much as i have been to maybe eat a bit of shit food every once in a while while still trying to set my day up to succeed in terms of like practices etc etc I think the key is is that when you fall short of that in this state so really don't beat yourself up really don't do it uh, but what I am doing practically is I am trying to create structure and rhythm and routine because I think that really helps me in this kind of vibe is that to go right well this is when I'm doing that this is when I'm doing that that's when I'm doing that I'm actually probably living with a bit more structure than I have done for a while because I feel that structure is almost removing my ability to make a decision about it because like if, if I you know if I was going to make a decision about it it'd be a no <laughs> so yeah but anyway that's a little bit of a rabbit hole there I hope that helps a little bit um yeah what else is there to say on this let me have a drink. It really is okay not to be okay. That's just what I want to say in this, right? It's really fucking is. And that's that's the shift. That's why I feel okay with talking about this. That's why I feel okay, you know, talking to myself here on a Sunday afternoon. 
because I'm okay with not being okay. And if you can get that from this, then I want to tell you like this shit does not feel that bad. It's just, it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating because you're like, I'm trying to go back to the place where like everything feels in flow, like I feel good, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but that, that's just, it's just not how life is. And we can do the work and continue to move towards that state. But even now being in this state, I recognize that I'm only here feeling this because of the work I've done previously. And that were I not, if I not having done that work, I would not feel like this. And how does this feel? Well, it feels like I'm in depression, but I'm aware of it and I'm not completely consumed by it. And so that, that's the reason to do the work. It's not to do the work to think you won't ever experience this again, but it's to know that when you experience it, it won't be what it was before. And so, yeah, and in that, when you recognize that, you do the work, you get to this place, you realize, fuck yeah, it's okay not to be okay, right? It's like, you know, we've all been sold this like utopian idea that we're going to be bouncing around on fucking rainbows and clouds and it's all going to be good, but we're emotional beings. We're, you know, highly sensitive beings and there's so much I think we are not yet aware of in terms of our place in the universe let's just say that that I think we we try and apply logic and our brain to all of these deeply deeply complicated things and if you can just step back from that and just allow yourself to experience what you're experiencing fully there's something quite beautiful that can happen and so yeah that's it right for me right now over the next few weeks I am intentionally creating a bit more structure and rhythm around my day-to-day life to enable me to kind of set myself up for success I'm paying particular attention to what I'm doing in terms of nourishing my body and I'm trying to eat a lot of the right foods so there isn't the space in terms of my appetite for the wrong foods I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it feels like the right thing for me. And it's definitely what I would do in terms of coaching other people is you kind of crowd out the bad habit with a good one. Um, as it was described to me a while ago by someone very close to me, um, which I love that term. Because this, you know, if you try and stop a bad habit, all you do is you just, you, if I just tell myself I can't do that, what do I want? I want to want to do that more. If I try and replace that bad habit with a load of good ones that kind of crowd out the energy from it, um, I think that's a really positive way to look at it. So yeah, the next few weeks for me, a lot more structure, a lot more kind of like awareness around where I'm putting my attention. And uh, and uh, yeah, I will say like I continue to be glad I'm not on social media. I have thought maybe a part of this is almost like a withdrawal from that from the um lack of fake dopamine that i was getting from approval on social media i've gone from that kind of like place to being you know uh isolated which really i was before um but now it just feels a lot more real because i'm not seeking the stimulation of social media and likes and approval or whatever that bullshit is and i'm pretty sure that is the case because I've found myself falling into patterns of seeking that fake dopamine through other things. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. And uh, right, so here's the, here's the last thing. This is going to be for the, for the coaches out there, right? 
my biggest lesson for probably the last three to six months is, I don't know if I've actually spoken about this. I think your memory goes when you kind of have this as well, is that I've recognized recently that I, as a coach, it's really easy to confuse your personal journey with your professional utility. Really easy to confuse your personal journey with your professional utility. Okay. What do I mean by that? Well, if you've listened to this for a while, you know the journey I've been on. Going from um, professionally being like a fitness coach, kind of uh, CrossFit, kind of functional fitness, lifestyle design, habit formation, nutrition, yada, yada, yada. And I've been on this journey in terms of my professional self where I've tried to apply what's happened to me personally in this kind of like period of like, you know, breaking down and building back up and trying to really help people in that way as well and step away from the fitness stuff. But (laughs) yeah, just recognized recently, but I've really missed fucking just helping people with fitness. And um, I, I don't genuinely enjoy the emotional um, cost of, of some of the deeper coaching. And so what I would just say to you as a coach, if you're going through stuff, if you, if you, wherever you exist as a coach, just stay there, allow yourself to experience what you're experiencing, go on your own personal journey. And when you're far enough away from that experience to kind of go, how can I apply this to what I do? What are the skills I need to gain to get that? And then fair enough, but don't jump the gun, which is probably what I've done, which has ruined hindered my ability to be clear on what I do because I've been scrambling around with it um but yeah I've actually reached a real when I was away I reached a real like epiphany with it of like fuck like this love helping people with fitness I love helping people develop habits um I've actually really enjoyed recently helping people with nutrition and I've gone through my nutrition coaching qualifications again so it's it's funny how like I've it's it's like life isn't it like sometimes you have to go full circle on something find yourself exactly back in the place you started but looking at it from an entirely different way and knowing that through helping people with how they move how they set up their day how they nourish their bodies the other things i was trying to solve for you know they're they're within that as well but you know if you just address those things i don't have to have those big deep conversations which I don't feel sometimes uh, I'm equipped to deal with or that there is any uh, kind of like clear path away from, for me at least at the moment. So yeah, if you're a coach, be careful of confusing your personal journey with your professional utility and make sure you stay in your lane as a coach and you honor that. Now that being said, I would say if you are someone who's had these conversations with me, I'm really grateful for you for these conversations, for allowing us to explore these things together and for reaching some really beautiful moments. I've had, again, this is going to sound like um, a contradiction, but through these maybe more like deeper life coaching type conversations, I've had, I would say, some of the most significant moments of coaching I've ever experienced in terms of 
seeing and witnessing a shift in someone that is foundational and it's amazing and it's beautiful but yeah just for me energetically it's it's not it's not where I want to put my energy and that's it I think that's okay to say right it's okay to say even if I could do it do I choose to want to do it not right now not right now not right now <clears throat> so yeah that's me that's where I'm at this has been a rambling 36 minutes Fuck, I don't even know if I'm going to put this out, to be honest. I might have just recorded this and just delete it. Will anyone get something out of this? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you for being here. I appreciate you and take care.